When it comes to creating an individualized nutrition, weight loss, and long-term health or healing plan, it's important to identify the appropriate starting point as well as what KPIs or key performance indicators we can use to objectively track progress. Too often we can get lost and or sidetracked by focusing on the seemingly sexy and often insignificant factors that we believe may move the needle when, in actuality, they may prove to actually hold us back or in certain cases be downright harmful. That's what we're discussing on this episode of the Smart Nutrition Made Simple Show. Welcome to the Smart Nutrition Made Simple Show, where each week you'll hear the real world experiences, life lessons, and guided principles that every highly driven man needs to master. Their health, productivity, and relationships by sharing conversations with the world's most successful people in fitness, nutrition, supplementation, and mindset. Meet your host, Benjamin Brown. He is a fitness and nutrition expert, consultant to Fortune 500 companies and world championship sports teams, a husband and father of three, and has been helping men transform their physiques, optimize their energy, and own their fatherly mission since 2005. Thank you for joining us today, and without further ado, let's jump right in. You've heard me say it before, and you'll hear me continue to say it. We are all biochemically individual, or as the old adage goes, one man's food is another man's poison. When we turn to social media, IG influencers, mainstream news, and quote-unquote biohackers to provide us with cookie-cutter health solutions, we're taking a ready-fire-aim approach to healing. Rather, we need to objectively and subjectively assess our starting point, determine and implement the individually appropriate steps to move the needle, and use those same metrics to strategically adjust as we move forward. Today I'm discussing these very concepts and more with Dr. Anthony G. Beck, a physician who has been practicing functional medicine for almost 25 years. In this conversation, we break down Dr. Beck's strategies for implementing and assessing long-term health and healing change with his clients through his Q-squared, M-squared approach in conjunction with the four overarching principles to his balance protocol that revolve around environment, lifestyle, nutrition, and mindset change. Additionally, we'll discuss nutritional dogma and the scope of the field today and where to turn for help, how we use key performance indicators or KPIs to track progress, the potential damage that biohackers pose on nutrition when the individual isn't factored into the equation, the environmental impact on one's nutrition strategies, the coronavirus and supporting our immune systems, as well as a few other key topics. As a physician who has practiced functional medicine for almost 25 years, Dr. Anthony G. Beck doesn't manage disease. He empowers people to resolve them. With extensive education in many clinical disciplines such as functional medicine, clinical nutrition, systems biology, epigenetics, and nutrigenomics, he takes a dynamic approach to assessing, educating, and working with his patients to achieve their highest levels of well-being, which you'll absolutely hear and understand by the end of this episode. As always, if you guys love what you hear on this show, then do me a huge favor. Please, please do this. Just pull up your iTunes app. Go ahead and scroll down to the bottom and click on the five stars. So give me a five-star review. Please leave me just a quick rating and review. So go ahead and just punch in, Ben, thanks so much for all the information. It's been super helpful. Or Ben, you're awesome. I love the show. Whatever you want to punch in, just give me a few comments that is going to really help me get this uh, information out to more and more people. I spend a lot of time preparing for these episodes to put content out to you, and I'm so happy to do it. I would love for you to do me a huge favor and go ahead and leave me a rating and review. So thank you so much. If you want to talk to me about working with uh, me personally, then just hit me up, link in the show notes below, or else you can reach me, bslnutrition.com forward slash level up. Enjoy this episode. Let's go. Dr. Anthony G. Beck, welcome to the show, brother. What's up? What? what? You know what day <laughs> it is. Tell me, brother, what, what is it exactly that you do on a daily basis? I mean, obviously, you're a, a clinician, a health practitioner. You've been in this field for a long time. You've helped a lot of people. Right. Kind of what do you classify yourself as or who do you help at this moment in time? 
Well, the, you know, the thing is, is Prince, my principal <clears throat> business is, is I train other clinicians, mm -hmm. right? So I, I have a, a clinical uh, systems biology method called uh, balance protocol, but um, it's, it's steeped in, you know, I've been a functional medicine practitioner for, for 26 years. And, um, but my method kind of surpasses functional medicine because functional medicine these days has become kind of like the same thing as conventional medicine. They just mm. use, a, you know, a spice cabinet, what I do on a daily basis is I teach people how to um, do a couple of things. I, I came up with some some things that I use to describe that. So I, I, I call it uh, Q square M square. So qualify, quantify, measure, and monitor. You know, my, my main premise is that, you know, every, all of us, whether you're an entrepreneur, business person, school teacher, you know, uh, a maintenance guy, gal, or, or whatever, you know, we all want to be healthy. We all want to be free of disease. But, you know, we, we have things that, and choices that we make within various realms that ultimately influence how our bodies manifest whatever state or status that they're in. And so there's, I call it the four factors, right? So your environment, your lifestyle, your mindset, and your nutrition. Those are really the four mm -hmm. realms, if you will, um, that all have to be done. Now, there's a lot of people out there who will kind of pick one or the other. Like, oh, I'm a big mindset guy. Yeah, sure. Love me some meditation. I go, and we always lower our voice like this when we talk about meditation. <laughs> we got to be fair, you know, sell it. Um, absolutely, right? Well, sometimes meditation for me is, you know, at the, at, at the, at the range. Right? There we go. Now we're blow, talking. We have to blow some stuff up. That's my meditation. Okay? Um, it's my zen but so the mindset is a big part of it. You know, we know that people can focus their mind um, and you know, think on purpose and, you know, get the body to change physiology, you know, the biology of belief, you know, like my homie Bruce Lipton, right? But then, you know, but that doesn't fix everything. I mean, you can have, you can do all the mindset you want. It's not going to replete a B12 deficiency. It's not going to balance your zinc and copper ratio. It's not going to put enough magnesium back in the body. See what I'm saying? Yeah. And then you've got nutrition. That's, you know, that's the, uh, the, the biggest religion these days. Right. So, you know, you got religion, politics, and nutrition, the, the three ethereal things. So nutrition, everybody's got all kinds of different ways. There's a ton of different techniques. Now the vast majority of people have, um, a niche, right? They're the carnivore or the mm -hmm. keto or the plant-based or the vegan. And all of those are clinical tools. They all have clinical usefulness. I've used them for decades. The difference is, though, what I do on a daily basis is I help people differentiate themselves to which one of those is best for their situation. And I'll just do it by asking a couple questions. We got to take deep dives into their case, know about their case history, and then we back it up with objective data with proper functional assessments. So that's what I help people do, right? So we, we've got all these different realms. But then, you know, all of that stuff, if your environment sucks, it can thwart your mindset, it can thwart your nutritional status or put increased demand on that. And an environment has to do with, you know, your air quality and how you breathe, your water quality and what you're drinking, you know, your light quality and how it's affecting you and your circadian rhythm, you know. And then, of course, your sound environment and how that vibrational frequencies are on you and then your electromagnetic environment and how that's affecting you. So you've got all these things. So I help people sort all that out because they turn to the info space where there's a lot of opinion and a lot of, a lot of gurus, right? A lot of people with different ways. And I go, here's how you determine of those what's correct for you at this time. And then if you've got multiple ones of them, mm -hmm. how do you navigate them in the right order? So order of operations makes a huge difference too. So that's what I do on a day in and day out basis with patients. And, uh, and then, of course, I train other people, uh, both people with a bunch of letters at the end of their name like me, or people who want to be, you know, health coaches and stuff like that. I teach them how to, to do this as a business. So that's my day in and day out. All that that's awesome, man. Out. Yeah. It must be rewarding to, to help both. I mean, obviously, starting off just helping general population and then being able to start to help clinicians and, and do what you obviously love on a day-to-day -day basis. And yeah. what I appreciate about it is it's not cut and dry. Right. right. You never, I feel like if it is, then there's something wrong with it in this yeah. day and age because we know that it's just, it's not really effective. And so and that's why I love people like yourself who do what you do because it's a force multiplier. Right. So in other words, mm -hmm. and, and quite frankly, there's some people that aren't, I'm not a good match for. Sure. Yeah. I mean, and that's now I got other members of my team that can be, but then there's people like you, like, you know, your client, you know, base would be different than maybe than mine. Definitely. Um, 
but yeah, it's, it's wonderful. It, it's, it's, man, it's rewarding. It's blessings all around. And you know, there's, there's a lot of, uh, synergy to be had for sure. Yeah. But it's having that honest con- conversation with someone and, and helping them understand like, this is a process, right? Yeah. And you have to be objective about this process and understand that we, there's going to be a starting point, And then we have to objectively measure along the way to track progress and help you determine what exactly are those markers of progress and then how do we adapt as we move forward and that's when we start to look at all of the different factors that you talked about with respect to environment and lifestyle and mindset and nutrition and and all the nuances within each of those to say hey there may be a time where this diet or this supplement or this um therapy is going to be appropriate for you and might not be appropriate right now but if and when it is, then we will discuss it then. And I think the cool thing with that, and I'd add, is is most people know that mechanism in their careers. Yes. You know, we call it, you know, KPI. You yeah, know, totally. Indicators, right? You know, whether you're in, uh, you know, IT or you're running a business and you have to look at your overhead or you're a restaurant owner and you're looking at food expenses, labor expenses. We look at things like that, but everybody else, we're in the now business and we're like, what can I do for this? What can I take for that? And they forget, hold on, just like you said, it's a process. You've got to qualify things along the way. You know? That's it, man. And I, I think that's great to bring up analogies like that because I've got a lot of guys in, you know, like the finance space and, uh, you know, looking at stock market and stuff like that. I'm like, yeah. you have to look at data. You have to look at trends. You're not, you know, making trades and doing things without looking at the appropriate data and to justify yeah. your decisions. And just because someone tells you to make a trade, you're not just going to go ahead and do it. Right. You know, so you that's look at a stochastic or candlesticks for the day and right. you get one opinion, you spread it out over the history and you look Friends. at the patterns and you'll go, Oh, hold You'll make a whole different decision. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's, perfect. that's exactly right. That's why I love you, man. Because we, we, if you, if we look at things around us and we just put it into our health, it just opens up the mind of possibility and go, yeah, I hadn't thought of it that way. So I, I love that. That's, that's it. I mean, I try to speak to people and meet them where they're at. And give them examples because they oftentimes they don't they don't get the exposure right and they mm-hmm. just all the sexy things like I'm gonna take these shots I'm gonna do this gadget I'm gonna stick this light up my nose I'm gonna put this headset on my thing I'm gonna biohack <laughs> my butt off you know and look at all this stuff that I'm much ado about things that reminds me well, I was like somebody not in the stock market looking at the guys down the trading floor and going oh what what are all them is everybody flipping each other off or something I'm like I don't understand what the hell right. all that stuff is all about. Well, let's talk about why that can be so problematic is sort of this kind of quote unquote biohacker approach to nutrition and health as you see it. Well, the thing is, is as I see it, biohacking, I don't like the term at mm-hmm. all. Now I come from, you know, old school before the internet, we call it, you know, the quantified self movement. Uh, but see biohacking or hacks denote shortcuts, quick and easy. How do you hack the system? How do you do this, this, this work around? Okay, so that's mm-hmm. the first thing. But let's say we bridge the gap of understanding and we're kind of on the same page. But here's the thing. Biohacking is more entertainment than it is anything else what I have found today. You know, I, I am not a fan of it. Um, there are people who have been, quote, unquote, biohacking. And so they'll come out with a book, you know, that they just you know, basically um, curated a whole bunch of things that are out there in the info space into one article. I mean, one piece of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not a fan of the self-professed, quote, unquote, father of biohacking. He's not legitimate, my, my, my opinion at all. As a matter of fact, on further you know, research and uh, looking and stuff like that, it's, it's, it's very dishonest stuff. Um, but the point is, biohacking has a very big vacuum in the sense that it pulls a bunch of people in that want to do stuff, but it's, it sucks for air because there's no quantification. There's no really looking at it. They're like, well, if I use photobiomodulation, if I stand in front of my light, red light panel, look how cool I am. Mm-hmm. And then we take pictures of that on Instagram. But they don't realize that you can overdose on photonics. It is information and it is power density after all. Yes. <clears throat> okay. Then you got to take a look at, then there's some people like, oh, well, I'm going to, um, you know, take this particular uh, nootropic or something and get, you know, peak performance and flow state in my brain. Well, you're presupposing your body can handle it. It's like putting a, a nitrous system on a little Honda Civic, but you haven't adjusted the, I mean, if you not watch Fast and the Furious, you know, you'll blow some stuff up. <laughs> so you see what I mean? So that's where I'm with biohacking. And I, I honestly do tell people to, to be grateful 
for the biohacker moniker that people take because that's the person that you don't want to listen to. Yeah. And I'm going to push back a little bit and say, I agree a hundred percent. It's a marketing term. It's a, it's a, it's a polarizing marketing way of pushing the same shit that you and I promote, like get sunlight on your face, you know, boost your immune system through hormetic effect of sometimes cold, sometimes hot, um, drink enough water. Like if you need to hack it with salt and lemon and sea salt and, and lemon juice, great. You know, so in, in some respect, it's just reframing things. And I was having this conversation with the client yesterday and expressing dissatisfaction with the same person that, you know, you were talking about in terms of being basically a glorified snake oil salesman. But I think that if it, obviously it's contextual, but I think if it means that, and we're not, and we're splitting hairs here, but I think if it means that for someone, if they're coming from like the standard American diet or an unhealthy place and they resonate with something that they're seeing and it helps them take the first step towards improving their lifestyle, which may mean, even if it means eating a higher fat diet by virtue of, of cutting out a lot of the standard American foods, then you know what, maybe that's a, you know, great. That could be a great yeah. first step in the right direction. And that's kind of my point there. I can align with that to a degree for sure. Well, one, one good example of that though is because it, it is highly contextual. Like for instance, like say lemon, like lemon water and everybody yeah. goes, well, use a little lemon. Well, that can actually be really detrimental as a first step for a lot of people. Mm. A lot of people don't know that it's, ben, it's not benign. Sure. Remember, yeah. This is the principle that balance protocols, you know, really, really puts out there. And that is if something has effect, therefore it has effect that effect might not be warranted contextually for you. So like, for instance, lemon is a very anionic substance, though it's an acid. Mm. So, some, so it will shift the body more alkaline. On the opposite of that, apple cider vinegar, little ACV, is very cationic and will shift your pH acidic. So if you are a plant-based person for a while or, or you're, you're not doing a lot of meats, or there's various factors there. But for whatever reason, if you're beginning – starting state is more on the anionic side and you force more anionic, you're, you can have detriment. You actually won't improve digestion. Mm. You will impede digestion, even though people take one more for digestion. Yeah. Same thing for ACV. ACV can actually push you in the opposite direction. This is why some people go, oh man, I started doing lemon water. It was great. Some people go, I started doing lemon water. Oh my God, mm. I felt crap. People go, I started doing ACV and I felt great. Other people are like, oh, I did ACV and I felt crap. So that's my, that's my message is yeah. your category of one. You got to know your starting point. And at Definitely. large, biohacking doesn't ever establish a starting point. Yeah, that's fair. That's totally fair. And, and uh, you know, what's something I've observed just myself, it's kind of one of the things to reinforce what you're saying is I personally do very poorly with um, cold therapy. Yeah. In fact, it um, overstimulates my immune system. So it basically suppresses, suppresses Amen. my immune system. Yes. So if I do- supposed to do all the other things, right? Right. So I notice I just get wiped. I get wiped. Um, if I do stuff like that, so it's not energizing for me. It's not, you know, uh, too terribly beneficial. In fact, it, it crushes me. Um, love you, brother. Love you. That's, that's it. I mean, doing, you know, seeing tens of thousands of patients over the years, that's been my greatest teacher. And that's what I found. If there's one thing that that's true all the time is not everybody is the same. And so we, 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 and that's it. And, but people will follow those kind of things. You know, no, you, you always see the, and you, you see the same path. Everybody starts with, you know, face in the wa ice water. And I'm like, hold on a second. First of all, you don't need to do any of that torture, holding your breath and stuff. You can get the same benefit from sticking your hands and or your feet in there. It's the same mm -hmm. damn thing. Same damn thing. Why sit there and have to hold your breath? So there's, there's different ways of doing it. And, and vast majority of people on the internet, in the info space, I call it, are just parroting what they see and that resonates with them. And then now they want to do it. You know, like the ice bucket challenge. You know, there's we see right. somebody doing the face and the thing we do it. We're gonna it's easy, you know, uh, uh, CT, which is a made up term by the way. It's not in the literature. Um, the thing is, is they just oh, it it boosts the immune system, does this, and talk about all these things that they do, like all the memes. Yeah. And so people just yeah. presume then they're doing all of it, so they're gonna do all these things. So, yeah. it, but for you, you 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 trump that. You exactly see your your experience is like and no. Yeah, but it's. But, and that's me being, you know, in, in tune with my health for, you know, for 25 years. And, <laughs> know, right? Right? So, yeah, 
that sure. you imagine for general population or those who don't have an, a, a more complex understanding of health and fitness and nutrition and physiology and biochemistry that no idea what's going on and what, what's happening, what's what not I, happening. That, and that's the differentiator. So we're, we're, we, we will tell people to, um, the, the first step is awareness, knowing where you're at and assessing it outside. Mm -hmm. You have to balance your subjective feelings and interpretations and quote unquote research and your N equals one. And then you have to substantiate it, um, you know, with objective stuff. And, and I think that's the starting point. And I think when we have hacks, it, it, it obfuscates that and it just gets right to the stuff. Hey brother, are you struggling to find the energy to function at your best as a businessman, father, and husband? I want you to know you're not alone. And sadly, the conventional wisdom these days around healthy eating and exercise that has saturated the mainstream is flat out wrong. If you want to find the solution to optimizing your energy and body composition without restrictive dieting, soul-crushing workouts, or adding more to your already stressful and overflowing schedule so that you can finally function like the man you know you can be, then we need to chat. Are you ready to move from exhausted to energized by working smarter, not harder? Go ahead and schedule your free strategy call at www.bslnutrition.com forward slash level up. I'm looking forward to our conversation and enjoy the rest of the show. Are there certain measures that you think would be important for someone to sort of start to create more awareness around on a daily basis that helps them determine sort of their their state uh, or whether something is, is, you know, helpful or harmful. Yeah. I, I, journaling, mm -hmm. writing it down, being aware and dudes, we, we don't, we're not as good at this as ladies and I'm not pandering. <laughs> it's just the way we're wired. Okay. We're like, what's the rest problem? Here's the thing. I don't know. Let me fix it. Women are more on the feeling channel. I mean, it's just the way it is. It's male and the feminine energy. So writing it down. So I would tell people to start with your day, just, you know, a real simple hour by hour planner and you know how you feel uh, at each hour yeah. and just describe it and do that for, you know, uh, you know, three to seven days ish, you know, and see if you can establish patterns because you have to attach adaptive response mechanisms that the body does to psychological stressors. Now I'm not saying like bad stress. I mean, sex is a stressor, especially if you do it right. You know what mm. I'm saying? Giggity, giggity. So the thing is, is that, you know, we, you, you have certain stresses and, you, you want to see what the consequences because the body's going to have a forced adaptative state and then it's got to respond because listen, we got to move blood around neurotransmitters, all kinds of fun things. we got to respond. And so finding out what does certain things, I think people will do certain uh, things that they think are presupposed as helpful for them. Yeah. And it's the actual uh, trigger or mediator as to why they're feeling something some hours later. Right. And it's the same thing, like with uh, uh, same thing in your diet, you get along with that, write down everything you eat. Yeah. And then once you've got these just journaling thing down, now you come back and you reverse engineer, go by the same thing. And now you try to look for some key, some KPI, right? Some key performance indicators. So one of the easy ones to do is um, respiratory rate. Another one is blood pressure. Uh, we also use control pause, and we also take a look at urine and salivary pH, pHs. I know that's very controversial out there, but I use that clinically. Hmm. Um, through my interpretation and method, it's phenomenal. Um, and then the other thing is, is blood sugar, monitoring your blood sugar, right? Sure, so sure. let's look at the actual anthropomorphic data and the physiological data that is uh, universally understood and acceptable. Right, you you don't really need much of anything. <clears throat> a blood glucose, you know, monitor. Yeah, you could do the you know the continuous one if you want. But those, that's the next step. So the first thing is the awareness and the journaling, and then writing it down. Because whenever we're applying scientific method, you got to take notes. Yeah. So you've got subjective, good there, yeah. and then you've got all the objective measures that you said. Correct. That's right. So you can say, okay, well, my blood pressure was this or that. Yes. My body temperature was this or that. My respiratory rate was this or that. My pulse rate was this or that. Yeah, those are huge. That, those are huge. They're delicious. They're, they're, they're so powerful. And then, of course, I have a formula that I work people through, uh, one of which is real simple. I can teach you in your audience. So I, I do a, a pulse rate sitting. Yep. After, you know, sit for five minutes, not a lot of thinking or talking. And I call that P1, so pulse one. Then what you do is, and preferably to do it on your bed, okay, so you take your pulse for 15 seconds, get your baseline. Call it 15, okay? Mm-hmm. So that would be, you know, for a minute, that'd be 60. So call it 15. And then what you do is you lay back. And then when you lay back, 
that that's a huge challenge for the body. You know, that's like, I was going to be a pilot back in the you know, Top Gun days. That was my first thing. And, uh, you know, we were talking, we have some problem, you know, when they were talking about the MIG can't do and, you know, drop because they have some problem with their inverted, you know, gas tanks. Well, when you invert and you lay back, the, that's a lot of sloshy lash. That's a lot of physiology that helps people. Just like people know the opposite of that. You lay down, you get up too fast. Woo! Right. Spin. So, okay. So the opposite is we challenge the body by laying down and we take another pulse count, right? So let's say we go to, we're 15 and let's say it lays, lays down and it boom, shoots up to 20 in 15 seconds. You want to lay down and immediately take your pulse 15 seconds. Okay. So you go P1 minus P2. Okay. If that's a positive number, you have more of a parasympathetic dominance. If it's a negative number, you're more sympathetic. Isn't that cool? So just to, to reiterate there, so you're going to sit, I'm yeah, assuming, just, assuming, just relax, like chill for a few minutes, take your pulse. And then for 15 seconds, and you can multiply it by four, or you just take that 15 I second. take that number. Okay, so you take that 15 second, whatever that number is, uh, beats, and then you lay back and measure it for the same 15 seconds. Mm -hmm. And if it's a positive number, you're more parasympathetic, more rest yeah, and digest, which is what we want. And well, not necessarily, not always. That actually can be. So it depends on the fact, situation. If you're above, if you're more than a four point swing, that's actually an aberrant pattern. That's, that's actually not good. So ideally you want to just kind of maybe have it, you know, be the same or shift one pulse hmm. either way. That's your awesome. body's adaptation. Yeah. And then if it's a negative number, you're more in a sympathetic state. That's awesome. right. And sometimes it's go. overtly right. So we have little data points like that, that we can challenge. We can also do that with blood pressure in a sequence then also standing up. So we call it orthostatic challenge, right. challenge. So more of the story, the objective stuff. And these are things that people can learn to do on their own to really track responses. Now, of course, that brings in the idea of what people will think, well, what about HRV? Are we very busy? And I said, relatively speaking, okay, but it's the interpretation of that data. And you can't, yeah. that's not good enough in the absence of all the things that we just listed. Yeah. And, and do you necessarily need that complex of a of an algorithm when you can just say, I'm going to take my pulse, I'm going to pay attention to my respiratory rate? Yep. Um, I've wielded the power for decades in the absence of HRV monitors. No, it's great. I, I'm glad we, we, you know, we, we discuss this because these are yeah. the things that I talk to clients about every day. It's like, you know, in addition to some of the object, objective stuff, like measuring what you eat, measuring your weight, your circumference measurements, right? Then we can look at things like hunger and energy and cravings and fatigue and mood and libido and digestion. And if you kind of just have those on your mind consistently throughout the day, how am I feeling? How do I feel relative to my last meal? I think you really can interpret quite a lot about how your Responding. Amen. Amen. That's exactly situations. right. Yep. That's it. Awesome. And, you know, and, and then if you do apply a, a certain strategy, such as a pill potion or powder, they are there. I own a multi-million dollar nutraceutical company. I'm truth be told, full disclosure. But I'm bad for business because actually people tell us stop taking something. So yeah. You got to go in with an entrance strategy and an exit strategy. So it's, mm. <laughs> it's okay to have them, but you got to know what the, what the deal is. They're, they're supplements, which means they're supplemental, not primary. So if you're going to do one of those, you really should have some objective data. You know, if you're going, I'm doing this for mitochondria health. And if you haven't taken a look at your urine organic acid markers for all the steps of the Krebs cycle, which is an evaluation of the mitochondria, but yet you're taking NAD and QQ10, you're an idiot. You're just, which is defined as you're ignoring things. You're, you're, yeah. you're forgetting that you're, you're, you're putting things in without even testing. And that's like keep pumping in gas because you think it's low and it overflows. It just doesn't make sense to do this. But see, the supplement pushers, the snake oil supplements, if you will, um, they don't tell you that because that, that, cr that creates buying friction. Yeah. Right? So that's, that's the difference, you know? And I, I wish. It, that's why I'm terrible at, you know, marketing. You know, because it's just, it's, I say it's, it's complex. I'm sorry. I can't do it in a snippet. I can't put it in IG post, you know, or a blog. Mm -mm. As good as I am, I ain't that good. Right. So, so your, your processes, your balance protocols, very individualized, obviously. And yeah. as we're both agreeing, it should be, but mm -hmm. I just wanted, let, let's say we have, you know, twins, right? Same genetic makeup, yep. but they live in different parts of the country how does the environment change the way that you're treating uh, and su nutritionally supporting or, you know, supporting their biochemistry and one versus the other? 
So you, you have energy frequency, right? That's where we all are. Listen, DNA is nothing but electrochemistry. That's all it freaking is, okay? Peptides are just CHO. Carbon, hydrogen, and oxygen, plus or minus nitrogen, sulfur, phosphorus, yeah. okay? So is carbohydrate, so are fats. They're all CHO. They're all on the periodic table of elements. Therefore, they're all just energy, frequency, and vibration, congealed constructs of electrons, neutrons, and protons, therefore light, therefore sound, okay? It's just really that simple. I, I deal down <laughs> the smallest commonality. It's woo-woo, but, you know, come at me, bro. It's, it's I got the, you. Uh, okay, right. I got so, you. If you are in, um, like, uh, Phoenix, you know, and then you guys got, like, Prescott. Used to date a girl from Prescott. Anyway, yeah. so you got these different altitude shifts, right? So you got temperature plus altitude. Well, altitude changes pressure. Pressure is going to be exerted upon the cells of the body. We know that because, like, here in Florida, if we want to make – if you buy a cake box, you know, not that we should be buying it, but if you – instructions for making a cake, they're going to say, well, if you're in Colorado and you're mm, in an altitude right. – cooking is going to be different, right? Okay, so chemistry is affected by things as simple as environmental pressures. Why? Because of physics. Same thing in the body. We've got all kinds of membranes that are made up of constructs of lipids and fats and carbohydrates, right? And then those are ruled and governed, you know, the, the Lord of the Rings, right? By genetic certain components. So you've got this orchestra of of context 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 that makes up the soup if you will for the individual okay so then now bring in that person who's now has a job a job that is in a building with artificial flickering mm. you know uh, yep. complex fluorescent lights in a cubicle you know with a bluetooth headphone on and wi-fi everywhere and people burping and farting in their cubicles and you're breathing in all the air and outgassing for the copying machines and everything like that versus call it the other you know twin sure. who lives down in key west he's rocking the flippy floppies okay he's eating a little bit of conk soup you know what i mean and slapping back a beer at fat tuesdays okay it's just, it doesn't take a genius to do that because, you know, I grew up in a single wide trailer in North Carolina. I'm kind of smart, right? But I'm not as smart as everybody else could be. So my point is, is this, it's dynamically different in the environment. I mean, you can't strike a match in space. Why? It's the world's greatest match, right? No, Elon Musk can't fix that problem. Okay, so environment has everything to do with it. And so you have to take it into consideration and to what degree requires all the things that we just talked about. Some mm -hmm. awareness, some journaling, some experimentation and doing it within yours. So this is why you can't say, hey, keto is the way to go or carnivore yes, is yes. going to do this for you. They're obfuscating all the environmental energetics that are literally energy. They are on the, listen, sound right? Is low, is lower frequency, right? Like our brain, right? And we talk about shoeing residents of the earth and our grounding and stuff like that. Well, guess that that's a hum. That's a sound. Mm -hmm. Okay. Then it comes together and then now it becomes a spectrum of light. Then it gets past that. And then now it's, you know, how we connect with routers. It's all energy frequency vibration. And so then your nutritional status, all those other elements of, of the thing are now getting hit by those energetics. We know the photoelectric effect. Holy crap. Okay, so if, if light can hit metal and make it release electrons, particularly through oxidation in the, you know, in the presence of water, what makes us exempt from our bodies being in that kind of a soup? It's so environment is yeah. massive, man. It is, this, it is the differentiator I have found between how people get results or don't get results is they're tr properly assessing that. Like, if you, like, for instance, if you're living by your router, and it's panging on you with dual channel, you know, 2.5 and 5, day in and day out and while you sleep. I don't care how clean you're eating or what, how many coffee enemas you do or how much, you know, you stand in front of a light panel or right. biohack with some injectable peptides. It's bigger and better than you over time, brother. And that's how that works. What are your thoughts on 5G? Oh, it's, it's terrible. Yeah. You know, the bottom line is, is I know the power of, of, of energy frequency vibration. It ain't, it ain't good. I mean, people, what a terrible science experiments. Oops. You it's going to be asbestos. Oops. Tobacco. Whoops. You know what I mean? It's like fluoride in the water. Oops. 5G. Whoops. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But yeah. here's the thing though. One little caveat. What I don't want people to do is lose that one of those four factors and make their mindset be an induction toward that worry and fear about it creates a problem. 
Uh, sure, so, sure. you know, you're so worried you miss, you know, for us girls, you know, we're so worried we're missing our period when we miss our period. Right. You, you know, you get so scared, you piss your pants, right? You right. get so scared to be on, 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 on stage and talk, you know, your bowels bind up. Okay. So we know the mind has physiological constraints. Don't do that with 5G. And know this on this one note, if I can, if you don't mind me, just go, man. All these dudes who are selling you crap, like things to plug into your walls, little dog tag stuff, stickers on your phones, and all these things that block, mitigate, absorb. They're all a lie. There's not a single one that does any of that stuff. The only true mitigation is a power switch. Okay? I call it my 3D approach. Number one, disconnect. Two, distance. Three, duration. Because listen, you know, I, 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 was, you know, I went down to Miami the other day. I had to go to, to, go to the mall. I mean, just bathing and eating all the bad stuff. Do I not go in there? No. You know, I needed to get a tie. So at the end of the day is don't obsess about it. Don't get the doom and gloom, but don't ignore it either. See, it's the balance. So, I mean, what are you saying? Just You mean shut off, obviously shut off Wi-Fi. That's it. Shut off power. Get wired. Get, yeah, just shut wired. it off. That's it. Power switches. You got a breaker panel. Yeah. You know, if you got excess of body voltage while you're sleeping in the wall and the electricity running behind your thing and you're wondering why you need to sleep and do you want some kind of, you know, um, uh, orexin blocker. Right. You haven't even accounted for the, the low-lying fruit of, you know, Tesla stuff, right? So yeah, you, you do what you can in your local environment, right? That's really what it is. If you go out and about, you drive around in cars, you're going to get pinged. You're going to go to a restaurant, you go do anything fun, you're going to get pinged. No, I, I like what you know you said about just the four factors when we talk about environment, lifestyle, mindset, nutrition. And if you're, if you're constantly in, in a fear mode, and I think it's relevant and timely right now where we're at with this whole coronavirus stuff. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, people just running around freaked out about everything um and, and they, see what that does to the immune system well we're there doubt. that's it and then it's manifest you know prophecy i mean i'm like come on man now guess now if it goes that way guess what the opposite is protection if you focus on you know uh, gratitude and um keeping your 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 mind clean and free from worry you're going to have a better resonance. You're going to have a glow. You're going, you're going to have an influence on yours. And you can say it. You can say, I am well. Microbes will not infect me. I'm lovely and delicious. And then you take the lifestyle and nutrition. That's it. And you get your sunshine and your UV and your healthy water. And, you know, you, you don't put on taxation. You know, if you're, if you're going to travel, don't be drinking cocktails. Don't be smoking stogies. Don't be having Krispy Kreme donuts. Not that I don't have any of those things, right? No, you know, but... What you do is, is it's, it's, yeah, you make the adjustments and get your mind right. And man, it makes all the difference in worry and fear. It's, it's, it, you make yourself a weak target. If you're strong, posture, confident, and you walk, the, the bad guys aren't going to mess with you. You got you to gotta build the, the appropriate terrain, you know? That's, that is exactly and you can't be sitting in front of the, the news 24 7 worrying about when and if and how it's going to hit you and be stocking up on all the fucking canned goods and 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 water from oh. costco you know yeah. just waiting for it to come and get you yeah um i'm a big fan of a, of a principle i'm a rupert sheldrake fan you know morphic resonance i'm not familiar but okay so rupert shall we call him rupe he's a great guy so uh, he, he, it's a great book, Morphic Resonance. And he, he gives some really good stuff. He's been around quite a while. And uh, the medical and scientific community hated him because he questioned their dogma. But there's a, there's a concept called morphic fields, right? So where people come together in a unified thing, and this is another time when we would go, a one consciousness. Anyways, Jesus Christ, you know, singing bowls and fun stuff. But anyways, the point is, you can create an energetic field based upon who you're around. If you are a worrier and your house is full of all that, yeah. and you're running to the grocery store and you're buying a lot of you know what happens? It freaking, it, it happens. The signal, and they go, see? But if you have the different, different thing, it's another thing. So there, there's some really cool scientific explanations to these effects to get past the woo. Cause I call it the fruity biscuit people, you know, they smell like patchouli and I call it, uh, <laughs> I call it hippy dippy woo woo. Yeah. Oh man, you got lots of it out there, brother. <laughs> Wowzers, you know? Uh, but yeah, so that's it. You know, it, 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 it comes down to you, you, people have so much control in their lives. 
you have way more control than you think you do. It's unreal. And that gives you the power back. You don't need anybody's permission to be well, right? It's not binged upon, you know, another person's product or stuff. You can command it. And matter of fact, that, that's the big issue. That's why the, the mindset is just as critical. It feeds you just as much as nutrition, just as much as environment, right? And then the lifestyle of the four factors, that's community, connection, other yes. people's you know, heart fields, and mind, and thought, and the energy of love. I mean, and pets, right? I mean, holy crap. They don't have all the stupid stuff playing between their ears like we do. And we get around them, and they just, ah, it's great. Yeah. So there's so much more control. People trying to find, yeah, it just, that's the sad part, really. But hey, we're in the Well, room. look, I mean, it's, it's, people make their own decisions, right? Yeah. And, um, you know, they can choose to uh, take control and start to do something about it, even if they're in a bad place. You know, yes. make, mm-hmm. make a decision, take control. Yeah. Start yep. to start to do something that has to do with any aspect of environment, lifestyle, mindset, nutrition, or several components of each, and just let it build. Right, That's let it. it build momentum. You have to do all of it at once. Right. Yeah, it's just like a relationship. Again, going back to the things that we know. You know, marriage ain't easy. You know, I had a 16-year run. Okay, you know, things go. Um, and then you know, I'm in a wonderful marriage now. That oh my god, thank goodness I upgraded. Yeah. And mm-hmm. the other thing is, is like business, any business that's worth, you, you, you got to rock it. I mean, the grind, the hustle, right. Yep. And you know, the relationship building and the, you know, the, the, the accounts receivable and payable and this. And then, I mean, there's always something to worry about and you ain't change anything while you're not able to change anything. So when you do, sometimes it's just as simple as if you, I don't want to like the term depression, mm-hmm. right? Like it's a real thing. It's not. Right? It doesn't pass the Dr. Beck coma test. And that, that's, if, you're not in a, if you're in a coma, if we can't see that it exists, it's not real. Gotcha. Yeah, I've, never, I've never seen a, uh, an anxiety uh, case in a, somebody's in a coma. never seen somebody depressed in a coma. I've never, okay? never even seen anybody with back pain in a coma. Mm-hmm. Funny. It's funny when you start thinking about it that way. Right? So it's, it, it's in your mind. Okay. So we make this stuff up. It's, but it, you know, they're, they're, we can't test any of it. Like, like palpitations doesn't show up on the meters. We can't see it. It's, com- it's completely subjective. There's no objectiveness to it at all. You yeah. can't ever see it. But if you're hemorrhaging, if you've got a tumor, if you've got parasites, if you burn, you're, okay, those are real. So we can worry about those. But even then, while they're healing, you can't say, the go, oh, my God, my skin, I'm going to be so ugly. You see what I mean? So I all you got to do is just one little thing. So I agree. That's it. Just one thing at a time. And, you know, progress equals happiness and just add line upon line, precept upon precept, and then you get there. Don't try to shortcut it. Hey guys, real quickly, I want to talk to you about my nutrition company, BSL Nutrition, and our all-in-one training drink called Complete Essentials. This is a comprehensive exercise formula that I personally created after experiencing years of frustration, working with hundreds of individuals and athletes that were not getting the nutrition that they needed before, during, and after their workouts. After using numerous workout powders that were low quality, overpriced, chock full of caffeine and artificial sweeteners and were flat out useless, I said enough is enough and figured out how to create a nutritionally dense, comprehensive, and high quality product with ingredients that you can feel good about taking and giving to your family. When you use Complete Essentials, you'll no longer need pre, during, and post-workout supplements. You'll save time, money, and energy and get all of the beneficial nutrients you need in one delicious, easy-to-mix drink. It's just the ingredients that you need to give you great natural energy, improve your recovery, and reduce your muscle soreness with no caffeine or artificial sweeteners. You can learn more about our complete essentials at bslnutritionshop.com and check out the show notes below for a nice little discount on your first purchase as my way of saying thank you for listening. That's it. Let's head back to the show. I love it, man. No, I love it. I think that's just such valuable information, everything that we talked about. Um, And a few really tangible things that people can implement right away, just with respect to actually, you know, qualifying and quantifying their, their day to day, like how things are working for you. Are you running around with stress ball, your anxieties, your heart rate up all the time, or are you sleeping? And we do it with food. We taste the food and we go, does that need more salt? Hmm. 
Oh, I need a little, I need a little hot sauce. Right. You can and do it with food and heart rate too, right? hundred percent. That too. That's exactly right. And that changes from day to day. Mm-hmm. So it is a moving target, but you know, this is why you, you, you learn and you base things upon sound principles and frameworks uh, and get some help from folks like you and, or me and whatever matches your boat, you know? And so that way they can guide you through it. We, we all need coaches and mentors, even the best of us. You know, I've never had a, you know, a, a mentor per se, you know, I had to learn all my own stuff. So it was, it was mm-hmm. tough. You know, but yeah. there's been ones in my life in other realms, for sure, in business and in relationships. And I sought counseling when I needed it. Uh, and I think that's the other big take home. It's part of that mindset part is uh, it's okay to have some help. Just to hear yourself talk and have somebody go, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What do you think about that? How did that make you feel? Just to ask the questions. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's good. Um, you know, what we were talking about before is as a guy, as a dad, as a father, as a husband, as a business owner right? As an entrepreneur, um, I think it's necessary to have a sounding board, a community mm. of like-minded so you know, men to be able to bounce stuff off of, get empathy when you need it, give empathy when you need it. Because right, we're all in different positions. We got kids that are different ages. Right. You're like, oh yeah, I remember my kids were that age. Fuck, that was, that was hard. And they were, right? And then you're now they're older. It's still hard, but different, different hard. Right. Oh, and all I got is princesses, man. I got a 20-year-old, a seven, and a three. Mm. Right? So I'm, I'm officially, you know, 20% chick, okay? So the, th- the thing is, is that, yeah, dads, and, and th- there is something in that morphic field that get when, when guys get together, right? Yeah. When dads do the dad thing. Because ladies do it. There are, listen, we, and again, I'm not patronizing. Maybe it's the 20% chick of me. But ladies will lead the way on that stuff because they are on that, you know, feeling channel a little bit more. We're always trying to figure out what's broken and how can we fix it and move on to what we got to do. You know, hold my beer. So the thing is, is as men, we really do need that. I mean, it's funny. I mean, we don't have to, you know, sit around, you know, in, in you know, loincloths of, of, you know, bare skin and sing Kumbaya. Okay. But what I'm saying is, is, you know, yeah, it's different. Dad, we are different. Dads are totally different. So, I mean, that's, that, that's the big issue. I mean, there, you need those different connections and stuff in those circles uh, because in, inadvertently we want to make sure that person understands it. Like I wouldn't, as a financial advice, if someone with a, my financial advisor, if he doesn't have a net worth at least equal or greater than mine, I'm not going to get advice from him. I'm sorry. Totally. No, it's like hiring a fat personal trainer. I mean, I'm sorry. I don't care how, uh, you know, look, no. I don't care how dentist with a jacked up grill. I mean, I'm like, dang, <laughs> Dr. Gingivitis. I'm right. like, you gotta be kidding me. That's it. And, yeah. um, you know, I, I think that men can be an R as emotional as women. It's just the stigmas associated with, yeah. with overtly expressing that emotion and, right. and being the, you know, the guy that's, whatever you know what i'm saying so anyways yeah, right, there, right there on the money that's it and the, the guys gonna get pissed that stigma you know I, I have a philanthropy a non-for-profit so i, I provide philanthropic health care for military special forces right and um these are guys that have gone and gotten blown up for us in the protection mm-hmm. of other people you know and they come out and you know they just have a different identity you know they wake up in the middle of the night punching their wives in the face that's not really conducive to romance right so the thing about it is is you know but they one of the things they do know, know is putting their life in, you know, in in the hands of another right and that part of it but then yet it's always tough suck it up everything can be fixed by more yeah. pp and that that's all baloney okay i mean you you, you we, we the suicide rate ridiculous the right. cracked open chests ridiculous the medication of the polypharmacy ridiculous all because somebody hasn't told them it's okay to say hey listen dude okay you, you, you th- these things are you know can pass and you know you're, you're not the only one so don't think you're all that damn special yeah. you know my, my guys are all blown up like one of my patients is, is a you know seal team guy named mike day he's got a great story his book's coming out here in june nice. and um and um another one of my patients andrew marr what a great great a great book called tales from the blast factory he's got his documentary coming out here shortly and you know i w- th- these guys tell these stories so if, if i could i would put a little uh in that out there as a direct example of what people can do so mike day and andrew marr um, one's a Navy SEAL who's, who shot 27 times, blown up like by a grenade, and uh, came back and you know smoked all them fools. Okay, hmm. um, uh, Navy Cross, Silver Star, Purple Hearts, awesome guy. But when he ever was done, he was all jacked up, suicidal, didn't want to live, all that kind of stuff. And um, you know, SOCOM gave him to me, and I fixed his, got him right. And so you know, he you know, gives me the. Whew, 
emotions here. The, you know, the honor of saying that I saved his life. That's crazy coming from a guy like him. You know? Yeah. Or Andrew Morrow who named one of his sons after me for helping him change his life. Incredible. But here's the cool thing. I look up to them because they overcame. Their stories are way worse than mine. What, what, what's my, what my, you know, my worst story, you know, physical sexual abuse as a kid, a divorce, you know, and loss of a medical practice. Pretty funny. I mean, I was suicidal at that time too, but that's nothing compared to that thing. So, you know, people can get past the sh shit that you're in. You really can. It, the dark days are just, just passing. And if you work on those four factors together, get that help where you can, talk about it, realize that, you know, everything's bigger than you, but yet it's much more simpler when it comes down to the lowest common denominator like we talked about. Oh, man. And just little action, like you said, one little action at a time. Yeah, and in those cases, get the support, use the support, and and That's find it. the right support. You know that of of the people that are willing to listen and <clears throat> and coaches you know, like us, like I, like we 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 still have to do the work. Sure, there's a little times that you know that doubt might creep in my mind a little bit. You know, little, are you kidding me? That's <laughs> oh, all right. the time. Yeah, but then I listen to a guy like you and say, "Look at that handsome son of a bitch! I can do it." See, there you go, man. Glad I could help. That's how it is. It's the it's the coolest thing ever, man. I love it. Hey, brother, this has been really fun. Um, Doctor AGB, where can people find more about you? Well, you know, I've learned to come into the digital space. So everything is my brand, Dr. Anthony G. Beck. So that's that. Instagram, that's Twitter. So Dr. Anthony G. Beck. I have a great group on Facebook called Balance Nation that they can find on Facebook, Balance Nation. Yeah, um, that's good. Thank you for including me in that. Yeah, that's pretty dope, right? We have a yeah. you can ask their questions, you know, you don't that's have great. to do a Patreon, you don't have to pay nothing. Um, and then of course my YouTube channel, uh, forward slash balance protocol. So youtube.com forward slash balance protocol and all that stuff is fun. So that's a good place to find me. You know, my website's dranthonygbeck.com, dranthonygbeck.com. And a really approachable guy. You know, I mean, I'm not always that very accessible because you know, I, I really like to work with people who are ready to do like what you said. You got to take action. You just well, you're running a busy business. practice. I mean, that's it. You got to qualify. Got to qualify your clientele. You better believe it. And that, and that's that's the thing. There's some people that they're just not there, and that's okay. They're everybody on their own path. But you know, if you if 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 you you also have to be bold enough to take the answers because we all got our own special form of crazy, as I say. Mm. Well, <laughs> listen, brother. I appreciate your time, man. I appreciate your insight, and knowledge, and wisdom, and. Dude, it's been an absolute honor. I'm glad we were able to make this happen. And just thank you for, uh, you know, for everything that you put out there. Well, you're welcome. And thank you. Because, you know, I'm always respectful that someone can bring me into their circle of influence. I'm always humbled by it, regardless of who it is. I'm happy to share the love. So uh, if you guys are resonating with uh, Dr. Anthony G. Beck, you know where to find him. Link in the show notes below. Thank you for taking the time to tune in with me again. I, I love you guys. I'm so grateful to have you spending just a small portion of your day with me. So keep tuning in. Look, look forward to more episodes. We're quickly approaching number 100 here. And uh, man, it's good stuff. Keeps getting better and better too, doesn't it? All right, Doc. Thanks, man. Appreciate right, it. Brother, be good. Talk soon. Did you love this episode of the Smart Nutrition Made Simple show? Then head on over to iTunes, subscribe, and leave a positive rating and review. And more importantly, share this with other men that you know are dedicated to leveling up in every area of their life by learning how to live healthier, more energetic, and productive lives so that they can optimize their health for their family and future. Thank you for listening. And if you want to find out more about how you can work directly with Ben, then just head on over to www.bslnutrition.com forward slash level up.